and welcome back to another episode of Uh Uh-Huh, I Said It with me, Isla Powell. I'm black by popular demand, and I just want to take a moment to wish you all a happy new year. I'm hoping that your Christmas was merry, and we can look forward to the new year being blessed, and if we just let go and let God, this should be a wonderful year. So, with that said, let's look at the things that weren't so wonderful in 22. Something that wasn't so wonderful in 22. Let's start with the midterms. They were a mixed bag for those of us who call ourselves Democrats uh, or Democrats light. Um, yes, we we kept the Senate fairly, although that cinema uh, chick just had to, you know, throw a monkey wrench in the plans and become independent. But so is Bernie Sanders and this other guy. I cannot remember his name. So hopefully when things that uh, have to do with people, she'll toe the line and fall in with the Democrats and not be so uh, uh, sponsor and donor minded as she is 99.9% of the time. She's ridiculous cinema. And Hopefully, we won't have to deal too much with Manchin. You know, I'm hoping that this will uh, put the brakes to him, you know, and make him fall in line. I'm really hoping that when 2024 comes, we'll get some people that will run against them, primary them, and they'll be dismissed because we have have some, uh, as Dr. King would say, we've got some hard times ahead. You know, with the man who had to go 15 rounds to secure his dream. You know, you got to admire McCarthy and his stick to itness. I mean, I, I like to think of the things I might have accomplished if I had had his, his stick to itness, you know, his tenacity. But at what price? He sold his soul. And as John Meacham, Meacham would say, uh, he sold his check. He sold his soul, but the check bounced. He's going to have no power. The the Bobergs, the Marjorie Taylor Greens, the Matt Gates—they're all going to be running the asylum. He's just going to rub- come behind them, I imagine, and rubber stamp everything that they're feeling. You know that they think they want to do. I mean. We've not seen anything like this in a hundred years. Most of us weren't even born the last time this happened. You know, that it had to go vote after vote after vote after vote. But he kept it up until he got the, um, the, uh, the decision that he wanted. Again, he, he he hung in there, but it's ridiculous. The show and the world was watching. This was such a, a fiasco. To, to let the world see all the chaos that democracy has been suffering here in America. It's just outrageous. It's just absolutely, absolutely outrageous that we have to go through this right now. It's just crazy. 
So with that said, I'm hopeful that uh, things will not be as they seem because we walk by faith and not by sight. But what we see is dysfunction and it's going to be more dysfunction. And what is horrible, if you think about it, he gave away the speakership to become the speaker. That's what he did. He gave up being the speaker to be the speaker. He has no real power. He's got to do everything in a group. The buck probably doesn't stop with him anymore as it did with Nancy to rail everybody in and, and get him in line. They, he doesn't have that kind of cohesiveness. So I really fear for America. You know, I know God is in control and, and the part of my Christianity uh, won't let me fall into total dismay. It's not going to be anything pretty in the next couple of years. And if you think that, you're in for a rude awakening. You know, he just gave away everything. And the bad thing is, he will not be speaker forever. He will not. Even Pelosi lost. She she wanted. She she lost it. She came back. I don't see that for him. Plus now she got rid of the rule. In my reading, I learned that she got rid of the rule that said one or two people, if they uh, brought it to the floor, you know, they could, you know, get rid of you and kick you out of your speakership. Well, he opened that back up. He he got that back. So now he's given them, as my mother used to say, a stick to crack him over the head with. Yeah, you can get rid of me if you don't like how I'm kissing your ass. Yeah, by all means. Just one person come up here and say I'm gone and if other people rally behind him, then I guess I'll be gone. It's ludicrous. You know, he that's how bad he wanted it. It just makes no sense whatsoever. He just... I, I've never seen anything like it. You know, no pride. He is a man with no, absolutely no pride. He wanted this so bad that nothing, nothing came between him and the speakership. And then it's diluted. And then now you have to wonder, say he, you know, in 24, he loses the speakership, which I'm prayerful that he will, then will be, uh, then the next person will be saddled with all the things that he agreed to. He agreed to such egregious stuff just to get in there. I can't see um, Hakeem Jeffries going through this, you know, just dealing with this level of BS just to uh, be able to go along to get along. He seems more manly and in control than this guy who says that he was always told from his dad, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And that's true. But it took you... 14 starts. It took you 14 starts. I can't even imagine Hakeem Jeffries or anybody, you know, putting up with, you know, his crew telling him, no, we're going to do this. And then uh, it's, it, and we're not, we're not going to follow you. We're going to go off this way because most and it's so amazing to me because in most times I've heard my entire life that Democrats fall in love and Republicans fall in line. Well, they didn't fall in line. 
but they got the but he got the desired result that he wanted. But again, uh, uh, his the, the ones coming behind him will suffer the wrath because the Republicans will when he's gone, they're still going to want to run stuff, and they'll have a good chance of doing that. It'll everything will be and it, from my mind thought, you know, will be such a hard fought battle because they've been given so much control. And people don't give up control. You know, they, they, they want to hold on to it for dear life. Look at 45, case in point. And that's another thing. I guess we all know by now that 45 uh, called a lot of them to rally them to get behind his boy. And they did in, in the midnight hour. They, they did get behind him, but they didn't vote for him. They pulled that present thing, which I don't think they should be able to do because that, that lowers the count you need to secure the position. If you have 220 people there on your, on your, in your party, then they should all vote for you. You know, instead of letting those who don't like you back up and just say present, which lowers the count for you that enables you to get in. That that's that's some bullshit for your ass. And they have all these kind of, you know, little wrinkles and whatnot that, that they can do. And it's it's really uh harmful because again, what are we gonna have to deal with when McCarthy's time is up? The crazies, you know, unless something really happens to whip them you know, out of their party, unless the real Republicans, you know, cojones drop and they're able to act like the men and women that they profess to be, you know, then we're, we're not going to be over this in a couple of years, in five years, 10 years. They have wrecked this. And as uh, Ari Melber, I was watching him the other day and I have so much love for him. He was saying that this is another tactic to get rid of democracy, you know, is to burn the house from the inside. And that's what they're doing. They're dismantling things. They tried it with the coup. That didn't work. Almost. And I hope that it wasn't a dress rehearsal, but they tried it. Now they're trying, they're in there now and they're going to try to dismantle everything that has been done prior to them becoming involved, well, becoming in charge. So the only thing that gives me hope with that is they're the uh, junior house. When it gets to the senior house, which is the Senate, they are, Democrats do have the majority there. So they can send all the bills they want if, if I'm understanding this correctly and I've been reading about it a lot. They can send everything they want to the Senate for the, for the stamp of approval, and then it goes to the president. Well, if it stops in the Senate, they're still not going to get anything accomplished. So all we're going to experience probably in the foreseeable next two years is hearings on Fauci, hearings on Hunter Biden, hearings on POTUS, and anybody that came in their crosshairs is going to get a hearing in 23 and 24. Believe that. Everybody, the CDC, you know, every, uh, Homeland Security for how things are being handled at the border. Oh, everybody, everybody is, everybody can get it and they're going to get it because this is the, the Republicans are the party of revenge. Revenge is all they can think about. They want revenge for how their boy was treated, how he was impeached twice. Oh, they want revenge for all that. You know, if they can think of a way to overturn that, they would do that, but it's not 
overturnable. Praise the Lord. So, you know, we have something going, we have something ahead that it's not going to be nice, but you know, all the, and I know this is a lot of negativity, but that's the vein I'm in right now. But I, I, I remember who's in control, you know, but in the meantime, until he whips things into shape, it's going to be like this. So I suggest that we all just uh, work on our senses, our sense of humor, that we find other things to occupy our time because I'm a news junkie and I'm sure a lot of you are as well, but I'm hoping that you all will find hobbies to occupy your time because in a minute it's going to be grotesque and they're going to have the cameras on them and it's going to be something. And now that Trump is running again, can you imagine, picture this. Another coup with them in control. Now, remember how they went to the mat uh, and uh, Pelosi and and the Democrats and even Pence went in and did what he was supposed to do. He gets no laurels from me. He did his job. But, you know, can you imagine with McCarthy involved, if something like that went down, what is he going to do? Is he going to make sure the count goes through? Is he going to try to uh, get people to come to the Capitol and, and disperse the, the, uh, the, the, the thugs, the insurrectionists? Is he going to do, is he going to do that? I don't think so. You know, because that would go against what his boss wants. And I'm not talking about Biden because that's not his boss. I'm talking about his real boss, Trump. See, they think that uh, uh, he Trump thinks that he's lining up everything so that he can get back in and he can just steamroll everything. Well, it don't work like that. As because as he said, he McCarthy, he wants to make sure Biden uh, has all the checks and balances. Well, that's what the Senate is for, you know, and they will check the House, you know, as they've done when Republicans were in charge and, you know, they just. mm -mm. So with that said, I just pray that nobody dies in the Senate that would alter the the structure and, you know, so that uh, they could have a, a runoff or something akin to what happened in Georgia and maybe a Republican gets in and then it's, it, it, then it's time to decide if you really want to stay here in America. And I'm so serious, you know, because it's just really crazy. I cannot believe what I witnessed over the past five days. It's just, it boggles the mind, you know, but this is where we are. So, I wanted to uh, mention a few other things. You know, another thing that bothers me is these rich people in Congress, and most of them are millionaires, you know, because they have investments and they can invest freely because they have, they earn so much, you know, but, and most, a lot of them, you know, there's a, uh, the Democrats have a lot of younger people as do Republicans. But um, I would say, and I'm guessing, but it look, when you look out among them, most of them are older. And it just, it, just, it just boggles my mind how much America in the Senate 
in the House of Representatives hate seniors. They hate their own age group because if they didn't, they wouldn't fight Medicare so much. They wouldn't want to roll it back. They wouldn't want to take Social Security away. They wouldn't fight so hard to get uh, subsidies and get breaks for medications that people really need that are horribly expensive. You know, everybody can't go to Canada and Mexico for cheaper scripts, you know, but they don't care. They absolutely do not care because they're in the pocket of big pharmaceuticals, you know, big farm, you know, a lot of them like, like a uh, cinema, you know, you're, when you're in the pocket of uh, pharmaceutical companies, you don't want to give, you don't want anybody to get any breaks. You don't want them to have to, uh, uh, you know, be paid less for their medications because it's been uh, federally mandated. No. So, you know, they'd rather keep their donors happy and keep some of us dying, sick, dying and dead. That's that's what they that's what they think about the elderly and the seniors in this country. And it's a damn shame. You know, it, it's a damn shame. And it's a shame that uh, people who are up in years feel like that. I was looking at some of those old ass Republicans. They're old. If they weren't doing that, what they're doing and making this, what last time I read, it was like a hundred, almost $180,000 a year. And that's for when you hit the door, who knows what you get as you've been there longer. And then you had committees. I'm wondering what, um, what McCarthy's going to, uh, earn from going from just a, a, a representative to the speaker now, you know, third in line, third in line. I can't imagine him, you know, being there. And and really, uh, Kamala and Joe better look over their shoulders. You heard. So this is where we are again. I'm such Susie Sunshine, and I know that, but this has been a lot to take this last week, um, but this is a new year, and I have big hopes for this year, aside from politics, and I have, and I'm sure you all have big hopes. I'm sure you have big dreams for 2023, and I want you to go out there and tackle them. You can do it. You know, the mind is the only thing that holds us back. If you, you know, if you can, if you can believe it, you know, if you can, if you can just you see it, you can achieve it. You know, all we have to do is put our minds to things. We are humans. We are gifted with God-given capabilities. That idea might make you a millionaire. You know, take that course. Be it, uh, be it something to help you. Uh, in your professional life, or maybe you just want to be a chef. I mean, do, do whatever your heart desires in 2023 that makes you happy. Don't worry about, you know, so much what other people think or what they're feeling about what you're doing. You know, you shouldn't even know that anyway. And if they bother to tell you, let it roll off you because you got to live your life. They can't live for you and you can't live for them. And at, at the end, we all stand in front of the Savior to give an account of what we did and what we didn't do. So live your life. 
Live your life. Live your life. We are almost watched. And I thank God that uh, DeMar Hamlin is good now. Well, he's on the road to recovery. I don't know that he'll ever play football again. I'm hopeful that he will, you know, but uh, I'm just praising God that he's still here, you know, and but he was living his life. He was doing what he loved, you know, so God forbid if the situation had been totally different, you know, it's good to be doing what you love. You know, and so many of us are stuck in places and in things we don't want to be. You know, shake it. You know, shake it. If you can't quit your job to do what you really love doing, then just make what you love doing your uh, your part-time until you can make it your full. You know, enjoy your life. Enjoy your life. You know, I have I have a friend the other day. And uh, she she got enough of her job after 30 some years. And she told them that the next day would be her last. And I was like, wow, but why not? At our age, you're, you know, unless like I, I, I have a little part time job that keeps me in the supplies I need for my crafting. But if I didn't craft, I would I really probably wouldn't bother. I mean, wow, you know, but uh. Uh, she just told them, you know, and it's not like we look for jobs after a certain age that uh, we really have to have solid, beautiful, glowing references. We pass that age because, you know, so pretty much at the age I am, you have what you're going to have and and pretty you might be doing what you're going to do. But she just told them to kiss her ass. And I love it, you know, because we only have so many days and a lot of us have more behind us than we do in front. So live it. Enjoy it. Do what you want to do. You know, just as long as it's not sinful, as long as it's not hurting anybody, you know, do it. You know, because life is short. It really is. And that sounds real trite, but it's the truth. You just never, ever know. You know, so... With that being said, I wish all of you all the happiest of New Year's. And I also want to tell my friends in Germany, I appreciate your listening. Happy New Year to you all. And I was trying to Google how to say Happy New Year in German, so I can't. They listen to me. They must listen in English. So Happy New Year, you guys. And with that said, Nina Kupenda. Oh, wait a minute. Go to my uh, page, my Billa Woga page, and hit me up if you see any pieces that you might like. Thank you. And again, Nina Kupenda, I love you. Kupendana, love one another. Hello, it's me. And pardon my dog. He has a girlfriend, and they make me sick.